warning, only listen to this episode if you feel that you need to because you are going through a breakup or you're like a senior in high school that's like, you know, debating the whole long distance thing. I don't know. But if you <laughs> you aren't going through a breakup or haven't gone through one, then this is just going to make you cringe. So bear yourself and only listen to it if you feel that you need to hear somebody's like breakup perspective or something. I don't know. You'll see. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to Creating Happiness Podcast. Thank you for being here. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about today's episode because, I mean, I guess you'll see why once we get into it but for now i owe you guys the little weekly update which at the moment is that i've been enjoying my last week in miami because i leave to italy this week and guys i'm excited so far like this summer has been it's been really great like it's been like a summer like for me and i've worked on myself so much and i've done so much healing and i've done so much thinking and it feels so good to just reconnect with old friends and do things that you want to do because you want to do them. I don't know. I've been really, really enjoying myself. I think it's been a very wholesome time and I'm I'm thankful for the time that I've had to be home because I haven't really been home since I left for college my freshman year and I'm about to be a senior and I haven't really gotten to spend time in Miami since. So I'm so, so happy. And my low of the week is that I've been really stressed out and really overwhelmed because I just have to get so much done this week before I leave, obviously. So I haven't had any time to work out. Like, I've just been, like, a little bit stressed. Um, and it's, like, kind of killed my vibe a little bit. But it's fine because I you just have to get through the hard part to get to the good part. So obviously I have to, like, be super overwhelmed and stressed out and I have to just get everything done now so that I can go enjoy myself and not have to worry about anything then. So... I'm like it's fine like it's gonna be fine but like that's that's the low is if we have to talk about a low that's the low and then the high is that I mean at the same time like it's my last week here so I'm like trying to do a lot and make the most of it and see everyone that I want to see and spend time with people taking the sunshine I don't know it's been it's been a good week so um to get into the episode you guys have been asking me for a really long time to talk about breakup advice and Obviously, this breakup is still very fresh, so it's like, it's still something that I have to process to then be able to give advice, maybe like six months down the line, like it takes a really long time to heal, it does, but as I am on this little journey of healing, I remembered the other day that I I actually wrote something for a class my freshman year of college about dealing with a breakup which is kind of funny <laughs> that I submitted that for a class assignment but I remember that the other day and I was like oh my god like I want to go hear my own advice and I went and I found it and I thought it would be maybe useful for me to read it to you guys it's gonna be like it's a little weird to read this because this is talking about my first breakup with a different guy like you guys don't know him but I mean these are experiences that I've had and I think, like, when you're in a relationship, like, if I was still dating Matt and I'm, like, trying to tell you guys about my ex, like, that's a little weird. But we're not together anymore, so this is the time for me to allow myself to reflect on these experiences that have made me who I am right now. So, yeah, my very first heartbreak was huge. And I'm, I read back the words that I wrote months after the breakup. Like, that was, like, six or maybe, like, I think it was honestly like eight months in. I don't know. It was my, it was at the end of my 
freshman um spring semester so like and I broke up with my ex ex ex-boyfriend in the fall of my freshman year so like it was like a long time after the breakup um and I don't know like reading my own words really made me feel better about the situation that I'm in right now because it made me realize like I did that like I went through that once I can go through it again and it's gonna be okay so I figured I would read it to you guys because it seems a lot of us are in this situation right now I like I'm guessing because I'm getting so many comments saying like please talk about a breakup like I'm going through a breakup too so here it goes I hope this helps (laughs) it's gonna be so weird please bear with me I feel like I'm about to like recite an audiobook like this is so awkward I like to be very like genuine in my podcast so like this is literally me reading something but just for a second pretend you're listening to a book and listen to this if you feel that you need to if you want to hear somebody else's breakup experience I don't know like just just okay here goes (laughs) we're already doing it okay one last warning the very beginning is in Spanish, but just wait, then it becomes English. <laughs> okay. Es tan corto el amor y tan largo el olvido. Latin American poet Pablo Neruda warned me what heartbreak would entail as I prepared for my international baccalaureate bilingual diploma exam in early spring. As a senior in high school, I was consumed by naive idealism and overwhelmed by happiness. I was exactly where I wanted to be. It wasn't anything in particular, really. It was simply everything. It was the life I was living. It was the joy I found in my relationship with my boyfriend, in the lifelong friends who surrounded me, in the proximity of the summer of which we had all vowed to make the most of, and in the future that awaited for me as a Notre Dame student. I felt as if absolutely nothing in the world could take away my reasons to smile. That is, as long as I avoid the long-distance conversation with my boyfriend. Quick intermission, I would literally cry, like ball every time I thought about it it didn't matter where we were like it got to the point that I had to stop drinking because I would cry every time I would drink about the fact that we were going to break up even though we hadn't broken up it was like crazy but like it was like my first love you know what I mean like I was super attached but anyway year after year high school seniors who believed to have found the love of their life are faced with the question of long distance and with unavoidable heartbreak only some face it sooner than others It was April, which meant by this time I was committed to the University of Notre Dame and my boyfriend was committed. Oh, I won't say what's cool. (laughs) I don't want you guys to find him. (laughs) This also meant that I knew our time was up. It was simply a matter of when we would accept it. I knew in my heart and in my mind that long distance was something that I could not commit to. Yet, I also knew that breaking up with my boyfriend was something I felt I would be unable to do. As I read Pablo Neruda's poem, his words sunk into my heart and I knew that he had written the truth. Yet, I hoped that they would not hold true. As I read his words, I knew that I was not ready for that yet. I was not ready to face the eternal attempt of forgetting about the love we so deeply shared. Super quick, for those of you that don't speak Spanish, his words are, Es tan corto el amor y tan largo el olvido. Which means, love is so short and forgetting takes so long. Loosely translated. It sounds like a lot prettier in Spanish, but it's just the idea that you can be in a relationship with someone for like three months, six months, a year, it doesn't matter. But the amount of time that you spend in trying to forget that or like in healing from that takes so much longer. Like love is so short in comparison to like the amount of time that you will miss that person for basically. So anyway, resuming. I was not ready to face the eternal attempt of forgetting about the love we so deeply shared. If I faced the fact that we would soon be broken up, I would then be accepting the fact that there was something in my life that was out of my control. 
It would mean that because I was facing a new chapter in my life, I would be forced to give up that which made me the happiest. It would mean that in a matter of months, I would be forced to abandon the life I was living, and I was not ready to give up the life I was living. That was my biggest problem. I wanted everything to remain as it was. I wanted life to slow down. I wanted summer to last forever. I wanted to live my last five months before college as if I could somehow change the inevitable. Oftentimes I ask myself, why was I allowing myself to be so stubborn? Why was I so unwilling to let my heart long for its new chapter? Anytime I thought of the end of the summer, what that would signify, my heart ached. It was a feeling that I could not overcome and it infuriated me. I had embraced new chapters in my life before, so why was I unable to do the same this time? Was moving to college not easier than immigrating to the United States? As an eight-year-old girl, I managed to remain joyous as I left behind all my friends, as I was separated from my mother, and as I attempted to speak an unfamiliar language in a foreign place that I was supposed to call home. Why was it that I was not able to do the same now, as an 18-year-old girl with so much to look forward to? I was mad at myself because I knew the reason why. My inability to smile at the future came from misguided emotions that sprouted from love. I was truly in love, and that meant everything to me. I was fearful and unable to long for the next chapter in my life. I felt that I had too much to lose. I was truly happy and I worried that I would never feel that again. I felt foolish. I held on so tightly and so strongly that I did not allow myself to process the reality of moving away until I stood in front of my boyfriend saying goodbye at the airport an hour before my flight to South Bend. I knew that as we moved to a new place and started a new chapter of our lives, we had to let go of each other, for each other. It had been my idea to break up, but in that moment, I was filled with doubt, fear, pain, and all of me wanted to keep holding on. In that moment, all I wanted was for one of us to say something, anything. Yet all we could do was hold each other in silence. There were no words that could do justice to what we felt. I'll miss you wasn't enough. I wish things were different wasn't enough. I love you wasn't enough. Eventually, we found the strength to pull apart and we looked at each other sobbing. I changed my mind instantly. As I looked into his eyes, I remembered the conversation we had one night in Barcelona just a few weeks before. Young and in love, he suggested that maybe we shouldn't break up at the end of the summer. He promised that we would figure out a way to make it work. He promised that we would work out all of the finances and that our love was greater than our distance. However, the next morning, we faced our reality and reasonably abandoned the hopeless romantic idea. Now in this moment, I resented us for giving up. I asked myself again, would I really be happier without him? Will it really hurt me more if we don't let go? I'd spent the whole summer convincing myself that we were too young and naive to commit to a long-distance relationship. I had been set on breaking up at this moment, yet when it finally came, when it was finally happening, I felt that I could no longer go through with it. I felt that we were making a mistake. However, I was unable to speak. Had he, in that moment, proposed that we attempted long-distance, I would have instantly agreed. But he said nothing, and I said nothing. And we knew there was nothing that could be said or done to make it better, to make it hurt less, or to make us hopeful. All that we could do was attempt to let go. My whole life, I have always attempted to overpower my feelings with reason, reminding myself to focus on positives in order to soothe my sadness. But somehow, for the first time, no matter how much I reminded myself of all of the good in my life, I could not ignore the burdening weight I felt in my chest. For the first time, my heart was broken. I was aware of what Notre Dame held for me. I was excited to start college, and I was eager to make new friends. Yet somehow it all meant nothing to me as I walked through the airport security in tears. My heart was broken because as I walked away from my boyfriend, I was walking away from what had been the best year of my life. Loosely translated, Neruda writes, Love is so short and forgetting takes so long. Seven months later, I've learned that Pablo Neruda was right. 
I've also learned that life comes in chapters, and you don't get to decide how many pages each chapter has. You just have to be ready to flip to the next page. I've learned that flipping to the next chapter doesn't mean forgetting about the previous one. I've learned that reading the next chapter doesn't mean forgetting about the previous one. And I've learned that enjoying the next chapter doesn't mean forgetting about the previous one. But most importantly, I've learned that not being able to forget is a good thing. While Naruto's words remain true, the way I feel about them now is much different than how I felt when I first read the words in Spanish class. I sat at my desk in the back row, and I felt a knot build up in the back of my throat, and all I could do was hope that for me, forgetting wouldn't take long. I wanted so badly to forget about the love we shared as soon as possible, so I would not be reminded every single day of what I could no longer have. I thought that the sooner I forgot about it, the sooner it would stop hurting. And mostly, I feared that I would never be able to forget. However, today, the very thought of forgetting about the love we shared hurts me even more. Today, I find myself happily in a new relationship, this is Matt, <laughs> surrounded by new friends, enjoying every single second of life in college, and no longer attempting to forget. Today, my pain has transformed into gratitude. Today, I can still feel a knot build up in the back of my throat when I think of Neruda's words, but because his words confirm that at such a young age, I had the privilege of experiencing true love. Today, I've learned to live with the heartbreak in exchange for keeping the memory of us alive. Today, I hope I never forget. I've come to realize that my happiness was not limited to the life I lived in high school. However, the joy I experienced as a senior was so authentic that I will always carry the memory of it in my heart. Letting go of the relationship him and I built together was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Attempting to forget about what we felt, about the moments we shared, and about the things we learned would only be a great injustice. Not because I'm refusing to move on, or because I'm choosing to live in the past, but because the year we spent together was a year that shaped me into someone that I am proud to be today. Our relationship was one that taught me how to trust, how to be patient, how to listen, how to communicate, how to forgive, how to compromise, and most importantly, how to love. Our relationship was one worth remembering, one that I will always remember. <laughs> okay, so you can see why it's so weird to read that because, I don't know, like it's just, it's weird to like, I'm talking about my ex and we all know and think of me with Matt because I was with Matt for much longer. I was much more in love with Matt than I ever was with my first boyfriend but your first love like really it really hits you and your first breakup your first heartbreak you learn a lot from that so I wrote that three years ago but I'm so proud of my I don't know my younger self of like reading those words and seeing like like that was already a, at a point in which I had matured and healed from the heartbreak and I was happily in love with somebody else and I was okay but I remember how it felt when I was so not okay and while I was dating Matt, I always said, I'm either going to marry this man or it's going to be the most painful heartbreak that I ever experienced. And I mean, right now it's the most painful heartbreak I've ever experienced. Um, even even if it's not, you know, you never know where life is going to take you. We always say like, oh, we might end up back together. Like, we'll see where things are at later. But regardless, for the time being, like, I'm heartbroken, you know? So obviously everything that's going on in my life right now is happening to me right now I'm in no place to sit back and reflect and give you guys advice yet but I did mention this in a TikTok recently and I was actually inspired by my younger self and I said one of the things I've learned through this process through this breakup this one the one with that is not to resent the good times because I mean for me guys my camera roll is full of videos and pictures of Matt that 
bring me so much joy. I could cry right now. But those pictures and those videos, like, it, and they make me so happy to look at. But when you realize that that's not something that you have anymore, it makes you so sad to look at them. And, I mean, the same that happens with these pictures happens with your memories, where you have this these beautiful times that you've shared with someone and you resent them a little bit because you feel like you aren't allowed to love that anymore. You're not allowed to see this cute video of us and think, oh, we're so cute. It's It's just, well that's not a thing anymore you know but if there is one piece of advice that you can take from today and what basically this whole essay is about is not to resent those good times don't try to erase them from your memory don't try to forget them because they they made you who you are right now and obviously while you're healing and and while you're going through it while you're really sad about it it's hard not to but eventually you will look back and you'll think that you're just thankful for them and I would much rather feel heartbroken at the thought of those memories right now than to never have had experienced them as cliche as that sounds but really it would be a great injustice to forget about them so I want to hold on tightly to everything and I never want to look back one day and be like I don't remember what that felt like you know like I always I want to remember that and that's okay that's what life is for it's your experiences and your memories that's all you take from life at the end of the day it's it's a great thing to have experienced the love that you did and a breakup is gonna hurt but at the end of the day you're gonna grow and pain is a part of growth so that's my little advice um I hope that (laughs) it wasn't too weird to see me read that um I think it's useful, especially right now because it's summer and maybe a lot of you guys are in the same situation where you're deciding that you don't want to do long distance and it's hard to break up. Um, But yeah, so that's it for today. (laughs) I hope that was useful. Um, If it wasn't, then I'm sorry. You just had to hear me read about my ex-ex-boyfriend, but sometimes it's kind of nice to think back at your younger self and see how far you've come. And those experiences have helped me deal with the current breakup that I'm going through right now. So I'm proud of my younger self and I'm proud of where I am right now. So yeah. (laughs) Bye guys. I'll see you next Monday.